Welcome to the BL Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallagher. And on today's episode, we're discussing week five picks against the spread. I have no guests this week. Um, kind of had a busy week. Didn't really reach out to anybody. Had just a lot of stuff going on this week. So I really didn't get anybody to come on the podcast. Hopefully, I won't be as busy next week. So I'll have somebody on giving their picks against the spread. But let's get into it. Now, we got an intriguing matchup tonight. We got the Buccaneers and the Bears. The Bucks are a little banged up. Uh, a lot of their pass-catching pass weapons are hurt. Uh, Chris Godwin's not going to play in this game. Looks like O.J. Howard is going to be out for the year. But the Bucks defense has been playing okay. Um, they got touched up a little bit by Justin Herbert, who I think is a fantastic rookie quarterback other than Joe Burrow. But uh, Tampa Bay is a three-point favorite in this one. The Bears have struggled. Um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, with the quarterback change of Mr. Uh, from Mitchell Trubisky to Nick Foles, a lot of people thought the offense would look a lot better. It didn't last week against the Colts, so that's going to be a storyline to look out for. I like the Bucks in this one, uh, even though they don't know if Mike Evans is going to play tonight. He's questionable. I think he's expected to play. I think he will play. Um, I don't know how, like, what percentage of himself he'll be at, but. I think that with the inability of the Bears to be able to score points, I'm going to take the Bucks minus three. Now, the next game we have on tap is the Panthers versus the Falcons. Falcons are a two-point favorite. You know, the Panthers are actually playing a lot better than people have thought. Uh, I think in the beginning of the season, I think a lot of people thought they were just going to tank for Trevor Lawrence. But that hasn't been the case. Matt Rules came in. Uh, they lost Christian McCaffrey week two, and they're still two and two. I, I think that's a, a very big, um, you know, uh, commendment to Matt Rule and the type of coaching he's doing with the Carolina Panthers right now. As the other side, Dan Quinn and the Atlanta Falcons, not very good. They've blown two leads and got absolutely waxed on Monday Night Football by the Green Bay Packers, who are obviously you know a great team and probably one of the you know one of the couple favorites in in the. Uh, in the NFC, but you know, I like the Panthers here. Um, I just think that they're playing better football right now. For the Falcons, it doesn't look like Julio Jones is going to play in this one. Uh, he's questionable. He's been bothered by a hamstring injury pretty much the whole the whole uh, last couple of weeks here. But um, you know, the offense just doesn't look good for the Falcons right now. Uh, it hasn't looked like it has in the first two weeks of the season. On the Panthers on the other side, Teddy Bridgewater's playing well. Um, you know, he's, he's doing what he has to do. The run game with uh, Mike Davis is, you know, pretty solid. The defense is playing better than expected. The Falcons have, you know, probably one of the worst defenses in the league. I don't know where they stand statistically right now, but I can tell you one thing. It's definitely top 10 worst in the league. But I like the Panthers here at plus two. Now, moving along, we got the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are a 12-point favorite. Uh, the Chiefs have been playing some good football. It looked like they struggled against a very, very good uh, uh, Patriots defense, obviously coached by Bill Belichick. Obviously, anytime you know Belichick's you know, running a defense, you know it's going to be one of the top tier in the league, even though they've had a lot of guys who you know opted out due to COVID and everything like that, and they're still, you know, competing at a very, very high level. On the Raiders' side, 
they've been doing very they've been playing they've been playing well um i think uh Derek carr has been playing very well i would like to see him take some more shots down the field a little bit more often but he likes you know dinking and dunking and you know it's working for them um with the with the spread being so high here it's a tough game to, it's tough against pick against the chiefs but i'm gonna pick the Las Vegas Raiders at plus 12. I just think that's so high of a spread. Not not that Kansas City can't, you know, cover a high spread or anything. I just think the Raiders are a, a, a very improved team. And uh, I'm going to take the Los Angeles Raiders. Or the Las Vegas. I'm sorry. Las Vegas Raiders here. Now, this is my lock of the week. One of my locks of the week. You got the Cardinals versus the Jets. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco. The last time Joe Flacco played football, it wasn't very good. He was hurt, and then he got replaced by Drew Locke, I believe, and somebody else, but I can't remember who the quarterback was in Denver before Drew Locke because Drew Locke was hurt last year. He broke his thumb, missed part of the, pretty much most of the, the, the regular season until the end. Now, the Jets are playing the Cardinals. The Cardinals actually have been disappointing they have actually disappointed me the last couple of weeks. I, I picked them to to win and cover, and they haven't. Um, they lost to Detroit two weeks ago, and I'm trying to remember. And they had a bad loss last week. I forget who they played last week, but they they didn't play well. But um, you know, just uh, I think the Cardinals. This will be a, a game where you know they play the Jets here. Not a very good team. They get some confidence, get their season back on the right track. I like. The Cardinals minus seven. Now, a battle of the Pennsylvania teams. And apparently, Pittsburgh's going to have some fans in the stadium, which is, you know, great to see. Hopefully, you know, there's no more uh, outbreaks of the coronavirus and COVID-19. So we got Philadelphia and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are a seven-point favorite. You know, the the Eagles looked a lot better. Um, I know they played a very, very banged up uh 49ers team on Sunday Night Football. Uh, obviously, the Niners didn't play very well. They didn't really have a, a competent quarterback the whole game. I mean, George Kittle's first game back, absolutely a beast. But, you know, Pittsburgh didn't play last week. Uh, they were supposed to play the Tennessee Titans, and uh, it looks like the Titans won't play again this week either uh, due to more positive cases of COVID-19. So I could see Pittsburgh getting off to a slow start here, you know, haven't played a game in about two weeks, you know, there could be some rust involved here. I like Philadelphia plus seven, I really do, um, not just because I, I think they're going to get some more weapons back this week, I believe Sean Jackson's going to play this week, I'm not sure yet about all Sean Jeffrey, but I think Pittsburgh will end up winning the game. I think it's going to be a close game, but I like the Philadelphia Eagles plus seven. Moving along here, I'm going to be quite honest. I don't know how this spread is this low, but my second lock of the week, second lock of the week will be the Rams versus Washington. Uh, Kyle Allen is taking over for Dwayne Haskins, who was recently benched this week, and he's not even the second quarterback on the roster. He's all the way; he got buried all the way down to third, which is pretty crazy to me, considering you know he he was a starter last year for most of the time, 
and uh, now he's not the starter anymore. So it's going to be interesting to see. Now Kyle Allen kind of came in and played pretty well. Uh, obviously, if you guys follow the NFL very closely, Kyle Allen was the quarterback for uh, when Cam Newton got hurt last year under Ron Rivera. So it looks like Ron Rivera has a lot of confidence in Kyle Allen and his ability to get the job done. Uh, obviously, Dwayne Haskins hasn't played very well. Washington is still 1-3 after they dropped three straight after winning their first game against the Philadelphia Eagles in week one. Uh, the Rams uh, the Rams have been up and down. Uh, the defense is still pretty solid. Uh, they kind of held the Giants in check, but, I mean, who hasn't? But... The offense, I thought, was very disappointing last week. Uh, they didn't really do a whole lot. But then I got you got to give credit to the Giants' defense and you know defense coordinator, uh, coordinator Patrick Graham. He really you know uh, had a really good game plan for that game, and uh, you know the Rams really struggled offensively. But I think they get going here against a, a Washington team that's been kind of up and down. I don't know. I don't think Chase Young's going to play in this game, so that takes a big heat hit for the pass rushing uh, front four of the Washington defense but I love the Rams minus seven here one of my lock of the weeks but um yeah that's what we're going with for that game now we got the Bengals and we got the Ravens um the Ravens got back on track last week after a horrendous uh, showing on Monday Night Football as they played the Washington football team now the Bengals have been playing pretty well as of late, too. I mean, I guess I know their record doesn't indicate it, but they're definitely a way better football team than they were last year. Um, Joe Burrow has been very, very good as a rookie. and I'll keep banging the table for this guy. I absolutely love Joe Burrow. I love his toughness. I love his mentality. He's just going to be – I think he's just going to be a really, really good quarterback – and he's got the, he's got really nice weapons around him, um, but I just think the way that the Baltimore I think Baltimore's offense against a terrible 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 Bengals defense is going to get the job done here. Uh, I know it's a big spread; they're twelve they're a twelve and a half point favorite, but I think Baltimore will get the job done, and I believe they cover this week. Now we have the Jaguars versus the Texans. An AFC South matchup, two pretty, like, if we're going record-wise here, two teams that are absolutely struggling. It's going to be, I think this is going to be a game that could go either way. Uh, the Jags' offense hasn't looked great. I thought after week one and week two, their offense was really clicking. Hasn't been really clicking uh, like it was in the first couple weeks of the season. With the Texans, they just been in disarray pretty much the whole year. Uh, they just fired their coach, Bill O'Brien, earlier this week. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Texans come out and play this game. It's, I'm going to be interested to see, is, is their energy higher? Or are they going to kind of quit? Uh, Romeo Cornell is the, the interim head coach there, and he, he's even said this week, hey, I'm looking for us to be you know more energized than we have been. You know what I mean? We kind of have to turn the page since you know we got rid of our head coach. We got to turn the page. We got to try to get one of these uh, – one of these next games, try to get a win. Now, it's pretty unfair for the Texans, though, scheduling-wise. I mean, obviously, they should have beat, probably beat the um, the Minnesota Vikings last week. But the first four games, they played the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. Those are all 
in my opinion, playoff teams. I think that it was just kind of unfortunate scheduling for the Texans. I think they're going to pick it up at some point. Um, I like them minus six, but honestly, I could see this game going either way. Uh, they the Texans need to do something to help, to, to help out Deshaun Watson. Uh, the guy is just way too talented to be putting up the kind of numbers he is right now. And, you know, that's what happens, I guess, when you trade, uh, you know, best receiver in the NFL for a bag of rocks. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm gonna, I like the Texans in this matchup. So we'll see what happens. Now we got the Dolphins and the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers are a nine-point favorite here. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought the Dolphins were probably going to get blown out of the water last week just due to uh, the Seahawks just having one of the best offenses in the league. Russell, they're actually let, uh, Seattle's actually letting Russell, Russell Wilson throw the ball. They're not handing the ball off a million times a game. They're not letting him be a game manager, which he's not in the first place. But that was the way they were using him in the beginning of the season. And, um, you know, I thought, I thought that the Dolphins really hung tough against, uh, I mean, Russell Wilson didn't play very well, uh, last week, but you got to give credit to Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins. I think they played really, really well defensively. Um, they, you know, they were playing at home. So I think that had something to do with the two. Now for the Niners, the question is who's going to be the starting quarterback this week? Uh, Nick Mullins did not play very well. On Sunday Night Football against the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, C.J. Beathard kind of came in late. You know, played he played pretty well. I mean, he didn't really didn't really play a whole lot, but when he was in there, he played fine. You know, he just threw the ball to George Kittle. Not a bad option. But you know what? I, I like I like Miami plus nine here. I I just think there's too many question marks with the with the 49ers. Uh, they're pretty banged up. They got a lot of injuries. Uh, not sure if Garoppolo is going to play this week. And even if he does, how healthy is he really? He's only been, he had a high ankle sprain. He's only been out for two weeks. High ankle sprains could be four to six. So he could be coming back early. So it's going to be interesting to see how he plays this week. I like Miami plus nine. If Miami loses this game though, is it two a time yet? We'll have to see how that plays out. But, Moving along here, we got the Colts and the Browns. The Colts are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, the Colts the Colts offense is really not good, <laughs> if I could say it. It's not great. I mean, Phillip Rivers is proven to be absolutely washed up. Um, he just misses a lot of throws. They, they just want to run the ball with their great offensive line. And, and last week against the Bears, it was really a pretty close game. A lot of field goals. Luckily, the Colts defense is a really, really solid group led by Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner and those boys. And, uh, you know, they ended up being able to squeak out a close one. But uh, now for the Browns, the Browns were the Browns offense has been absolutely dynamite the last three weeks. I think they're averaging 39 points a game which is crazy. They finally got Odell Beckham going a little bit. He had a great game. He caught two touchdowns, one off an absolute dime. I cannot stress this enough, how great of a pass that Jarvis Landry threw to Odell Beckham in the corner of the end zone. That that had to be one of the best throws that I saw from a position player that wasn't a quarterback. 
I was just so impressed by that throw. And then they got him on a little end around that the Cowboys just simply thought they were playing flag football and just didn't tackle. But um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see here. I think that um, I think that the Browns are gonna cover here. I like the Browns. I think their offense is just clicking at the right time. Obviously, they lost uh, Nick Chubb last week. Big loss, especially for my fantasy team, which you know. I need them, but uh, I think that you know the Browns the way they're playing. I know they're they're playing against a really good defense here. I I just like the Browns at plus one and a half. Now this game, I have no idea what's going to happen, just because I'm a Giants fan. The Giants and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a nine and a half point favorite. Okay, so here's the thing. The Cowboys' offense is extremely, extremely good. Okay, now the fact is, the fact, the matter of the fact is, they've been down so much in their games lately that it's they're always climbing back. So, so throwing for a ton, and they're throwing for a ton of yards, and they're getting down. So they're playing catch up pretty much the whole game. Now, the thing is, the Giants' defense really isn't that good in the secondary. And the Cowboys have a lot of great weapons with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, obviously Ezekiel Elliott. CeeDee Lamb is very good as a rookie like we all thought he was going to be. But the question mark is, can the defense get stops? Now, the Giants haven't scored a touchdown in two weeks. Okay, so on paper, you're like, all right, I'm going to hammer the Cowboys minus nine and a half because they're just scoring at such an insane rate. Now, the thing with the Giants is, if Dallas scores early, right, they might be running the ball a lot, which the Giants actually have a pretty good run defense. I thought they they played really well the other day against the Rams. I, I don't think they really gave up a ton of yards, right? So it's really, it's really going to be important for the Giants to come out early and get a touchdown, which has been impossible for them to score touchdowns the last couple weeks. So we're going to have to see what happens. This is a tough game to pick just because it really could go either way. I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I mean, I have an idea, but I could, I've, I've been wrong before. Obviously, I could be wrong again. I'm taking the Giants at plus nine and a half. Now, they could easily get beat by 28, easily. But I'm banking on how bad the Cowboys have been playing and how bad the defense has been playing that the Giants could just stick around and they could cover. That's the hope because they're definitely not winning this game. I'll tell you that right now. So Denver, New England, uh, they don't have a spread currently for this game, so I can't really give a pick because I don't really know. But... um. Yeah, we'll have to see on that one. Uh, do there's no spread due to not sure if they're gonna play due to COVID nineteen. Stephon Gilmore from the New England Patriots reportedly tested positive, so we're gonna have to see on that one. Now we got two games left. I think this is gonna be a really good game. It's gonna be an absolute shootout. We got the Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are a seven point favorite for the Vikings. It looks like their offense is finally starting to click. Uh, they're really getting uh, Dalvin Cook uh, getting going in the run game. Obviously, he gets a lot of touches to begin with, but he's just been playing very, very well. The offensive line has given him good holes, and he's just looking 
uh, like he's getting comfortable and he's getting settled into the 2019 version of Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins actually been playing pretty well, played well last week, got uh, his favorite targets, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, who's been very stellar as a rookie. Um, and then the defense is still kind of shaky. I think Russell Wilson has a day with these guys. I don't see how they match up with the speed of Tyler Locke and DK Metcalf on the backside. Um, even with the running game with Chris Carson, I like Seattle in this one minus seven. Uh, I think it's going to be a really, uh, really offensive based game. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. It's going to be a fun game to watch, but I'll take Seattle minus seven. Okay, and now our last game, the Monday Night Football game. We got the Chargers and the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are a seven and a half point favorite. Now, I mentioned this before in the podcast. I love, and I love the way that Justin Herbert's been playing. I thought he played very, very well in the Bucs game the other day. Kind of had old man goat Tom Brady on his heels a little bit. Um, but you know, I thought he made a couple mistakes late in the game, but I thought I thought I thought Justin Herbert, I think just this team is so much better with Justin Herbert. And like Anthony Lynn is so like like hesitant to keep him in. Like the like just look, look at the offense in week 1 compared to what it is against a Bengals team who was not a very good defense. Compared to what it is now under Justin Herbert. The points per game, they scored 16 points a game. They scored 16 points week one. They've been blowing that out of the water since Justin Herbert's taken over. Keenan Allen's getting like tw- like 25 targets a game. I know that's like a little, it's probably more like 10 to 12, but like an insane amount of targets for Keenan Allen. He's been producing the run game. I know they lost Austin Eckler this week. And then on the other side, the Saints, uh, the Saints beat Detroit last week. Uh, really a must win for them. They haven't been playing very well. Drew Brees, uh, you know, doing his best without his favorite target, Michael Thomas. They've been running the ball. Alvin Kamara has been an absolute stud uh, this uh, this season so far. I don't like plus seven and a half for the Saints. I'm going to take the Chargers plus seven and a half. I just like the way they're playing. Uh, I think. They're going to have to figure out who's going to be their running back after uh, Austin Eckler got hurt. It's probably going to be Joshua Kelly with the mix of with Justin Jackson. I think it's probably going to be more like a 65-35 split, somewhere in that range. But, uh, but yeah, those are my picks for this week. Uh, a little bit shorter of a podcast today. I got some stuff going on, so I really didn't have time or you know to get a guest. So hopefully we'll have a guest next week. Uh, I appreciate the support. Um, hopefully we can win you some money. I need to improve on these picks though. Last week, last two weeks have buried me. Um, I'm 33 and 31 right now. So I'm still above 500, but not where we want to be right now. Uh, we got to get a little bit better, but we're going to get there. But thanks for joining in and, uh, deuces.